Hi there, Ginger Bell. Happy Monday. Today is April 20th, 420. And I want to welcome you to the episode of Flatten the Curve, Not the Spirit. And today, this day in history in the United States, we have 770,000 confirmed coronavirus cases, 41,349 deaths, which Friday when I did a recording, it was 34,705 deaths. So, hey, it is starting to flatten, which is really exciting. There is 71,489 recovered. This is up from 58,024 recovered. So have a great week and you'll enjoy this episode because it's with a good friend of mine, Todd Brooksman. So have a great week. Continue to flatten the curve, but not the spirit. Hi there. Welcome to the next episode of Flatten the Curve, Not the Spirit. This is Ginger Bell, and I have with me today Mr. Todd Bookspan with Win by Noon. <laughs> and I'm excited to have you with me today. Oh, Ginger, it's totally my pleasure. I was uh, excited to get the invitation to get to spend some time with you and, and reconnect. I love what you do in the industry, and so it's a lot of fun to get this opportunity. Well, it's honestly been one of my greatest pleasures in starting this is just being able to catch up with people like you and uh, get some great advice. And you have some fabulous advice. I know you're a great planner and organizer. And so, you know, just kind of jumping in, the whole idea is to be able to provide some of the best tips to be able to, you know, manage your mindset, manage your day and this whole new world that we're living in. So first and foremost, what are you doing to make sure that you're staying on track? You know, that's such a great question. And I think I was like a lot of people when this first started, really just, you know, dug in at work, um, you know, so much going on that um, I, I didn't necessarily pay attention to uh, my normal routine. I was all of a sudden thrown off with kids at home that weren't supposed to be here <laughs> and other things going on and different, you know, different things that we're all faced with. And, you know, here I was a week later realizing, you know, what, I totally fell off of all those things that give me the best mindset that give me the peace of mind every you know day in and day out right it wasn't exercising as well i wasn't eating as well you know i was going to bed later sleeping in a little bit more and and so i always think it comes back to having a routine and you know there's so many statistics out there that you know talk about the fact that most people in sales wake up um, and go into the office with no plan for the day and therefore most have inconsistent month over month business and you know i think it doesn't matter what industry someone's in that that's that's true and you add on top of that, that most people aren't rolling into the office. They're just rolling out of bed and then they're just not really doing what it is that they need to do. And so I think, you know, for me, the advice I, I always tell people is you've got to just plan whatever, whatever it is, is your routine, your best routine to be the best you is literally write out a plan and stick to it. People are like, Oh, I got it up here in my head. And I say, well, great. How did you do on that yesterday? And they're like, well, um, lose eye contact, you know, not so good. Okay, great. But what I tend to find is that people who actually, this afternoon or this evening, spend the time and say, hey, here's what my plan is tomorrow. Just jot down just a basic framework. You're not necessarily going to plan. Well, they don't want you to plan, you know, eight or 10 hours a day. Just plan, you know, what your morning is going to look like, you know, plan that morning routine, you know, get up, um, drink your coffee, hopefully with the family or friend. Um, you talk about virtual happy hours before we jumped on here, right? Have a <laughs> right. For somebody, uh, but have that quiet time, right? Read something spiritual, read something motivational, read something to learn, you know, meditate exercise, which is what it, the biggest thing I'm finding that people have dropped off on and have that rock solid morning routine and then, you know, flow into something new. Cause I tend to find that people right now, especially the ones in the mortgage business who are so busy right. are waking up, working from dawn till dusk, and that's just not healthy. And so that's where I would start. Right. Well, I think having that routine helps, but, but definitely 
planning, if you know, I'm I'm a morning person. It's like I'll you know get up five six o'clock in the morning, and um, I've been better about working out because I know that that makes a difference in how I feel. So really, just getting into that. But I like to plan in the evening. So I like at the end of the day to have an idea. It's like one of my appointments for tomorrow. You know, I do a lot of um, recordings and webinars. So what do I have that? And then to say, okay, what do I want to accomplish tomorrow? And be able to make that list. I'm a list person. So being able to work from that list is important. But sometimes, you know, when you have a great big list, and especially like now, because we're so thrown into such a change, um, you know, emotionally, physically, socially, financially, all these different things, you know, if you have this great big list of things, and even if you're getting into new projects, how can you take that and kind of make it to where it's, it's, um, a, it's something you can accomplish that's more doable? Well, it's a whole idea. How do you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time. And so I love the fact that you're intentional about what you're doing, right? As you were saying, hey, I do this in the evening and I really want to look at what I'm going to be doing the next day. I mean, it's so impactful when you have that intentionality. And I tend to find, again, um, you know, your community, the people who are watching you are, you know, you guys are all super achievers. You guys are all successful. But what I tend to find is oftentimes if we look at, well, what did I do to become successful? Um, a lot of times we get there on by accident and um, and then it's, well, how do you then actually maintain it and take it up to the next level? And it's, it's just the things that you said is sit down, make that plan, write a list. Obviously, I'm partial to win by noon, but there's a ton of great um, journals and other planners and books out there. But one of the things that um, you had Bill Hart on here and, you know, Bill Hart's such a dear friend and mentor of mine and, um, you know, someone who's influenced me, not just professionally, but personally as well, is this whole idea of, um, he's been talking a lot about what's your top three, right? So one of the things in Win by Noon is not just what is your to-do list because it's got that built in there. It's got your first priorities, the ones you'll do before noon and then the rest of the items on that list. Um, but also what are the top three things that you are going to do today? And so like in productivity world, like Darren Hardy would call it your vital three. I mean, everyone's got a different name for those, but it's really what are those top three things I need to do day in and day out? So obviously for you, it's going to be right webinars. It's going to be, you know, all the, the teaching and all the other things that you do that make you ginger and make you special and making sure that you don't miss those things because you're so busy reacting. And what I tend to find is, is that the people who do what you just talked about, um, whether it's in the evening or even if it's first thing in the morning, I actually agree with you. I like doing it the day before, close out your day, you know, clear the mind. So you have mind like water, you can go to bed and not have to be thinking, oh, did I remember that right. one thing you already did on your list? Um, but really just get up and make sure that you do those things first. Because what happens is we all carry around this little thing in our pocket, right? That tells us what to do next, which is who's ever screaming loudest typically in email right. is how people just get in and they start reacting. And I think if you're doing what you're talking about, you have a list and you go to that list first, then you're being proactive versus most people, especially right now with how busy everyone is, they're just really being reactive. And so right now, especially in the mortgage industry, you've got so many loans, you're trying to get closed, that that's all you're doing all day. And you're forgetting about the fact that you've got to be prospecting and building that funnel for the next 90 days. Because, you know, let's face it, the purchase market, you know, may flatten out a little bit for a bit. And that means that you've got to figure out, well, what's the next load of refis I'm going to put in there? Or, you know, if you're in a market that's still healthy from a purchase perspective, well, then guess what? Your real estate agents and your pre-approved clients are expecting to hear from you. And as I'm talking to loan officers all over the country, they're not doing a great job at that. They're really busy, busy reacting. And so I would just encourage you to think about what does that routine look like? And it is hard if you're working at home. Um, I do think that you have to get up. Uh, I'm a big fan right now of taking a walk because at least in my neighborhood, like everyone's out. I see neighbors I've never seen before. Yeah, it's amazing. Walking, right? Yeah. Um, not 
they're not all practicing social distancing though, which yeah. is, uh, <laughs> I'm a little surprised. Some of these families are a little, little, little huddled too close together, but, um, but ultimately that's where, you know, I, I think what you said is, is just the way, great way to get people started. What are those top few things you want to do? And then really look at the big chunks during the day and then leave time to react and, and do other things, especially if you're at home with kids. I mean, I've got so many um, friends and clients that have their kids at home too. And they're like, well, I want to be responsive to my kids. I'm like, absolutely. You need to do that. They're talking about, they all have a new respect for the teachers. They're like, oh my gosh, I get them some <laughs> task, then it's snack time. And then, you know, then they have a quick question and then, you know, they're all getting interrupted and, and you have to be okay with that right now. You right. have to be okay with being on the call and the dog barking. You have to be okay, you know, with kids jumping up and down. I think that's, that's all right. That's the new norm. It is. Yeah, it's funny because it used to be, and, and I've, you know, worked from home periodically um, for a long time and uh, fortunately don't have a lot of interruptions. I don't have a dog and my son's at college, but um, have been on calls where people are like, I'm so sorry, you know, I'm, I'm home, my kid's homesick today or whatever. And, and now it's like, it's normal. We're all in that place. And you know, so for some people, I'm getting a, an email. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I need to take care of this right now. Can we, you know, talk in 10 minutes? Like, absolutely. So it definitely is a new tolerance. And I think that a true respect as far as the whole of our community and the whole of our families, whereas, you know, work has always been that number one priority. And we're realizing that it's almost um, a, a com combination of all of them. I think a lot of kids are, are having a, a, an opportunity to learn from their parents too and seeing some of those things that they're doing and happening. So it's interesting how that will have an effect on the culture down the road um, instead of being separated. So, and having that, you know, as far as the social part of it, especially for, you know, our, our loan originators, we're we're, we're usually type A, we're very social people. And so having that taken away is important uh, uh, to be able to find another way to get into that. So, and you, and you talked about loan officers not reaching out so much to realtors, but what are the things that they should be doing right now just to make sure they're staying connected? Well, I think it's just scheduling the time to be proactive around your calling. And what I'm seeing here, so, you know, I'm, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, and, and so I'm you know, still connected to the real estate community here. So I've been invited to three different events this week that real estate agents were putting on, and they wanted someone to be able to come in and give the mortgage perspective. And so I've been thinking about, you know, not just doing the normal calls that you should be doing, absolutely should be calling your agents really just to check in. I mean, it's not about business right now. I mean, you truly have agents that live at home um, by themselves, or maybe they're hectic, you know, they've got you know, three or five kids or whatever is running around. They just want someone to, they want to hear your voice. They want to have someone who's going to sympathize and, and listen to what they have to say, which is hard for most loan officers. We all like to talk and we don't like to pause. And there's just magic in that pause. And if you just actually listen and just say, hey, how are you doing? And then they're going to tell you about what it's like being stuck at home and the, the same thing, you know, kind of the surface stuff. And then you get to ask, well, gosh, well, really, how are you doing? Like, how's that impacting you? And then they're going to kind of unload and that's what they need right now. Right. And I think that that would be where I would start. And then I would be looking for the leaders out there, the people who are actually doing a lot on social media and Facebook or who are running groups or have led real estate teams or real estate offices and offer, hey, are you guys doing anything virtually where I can come in and I can add value to your group? Because it's just such a great time where they can hear what's going on in the mortgage world. They're fascinated by it, whether they're a real estate agent or an accountant or an attorney, they're fascinated by what's happening in the marketplace. And you're the expert. You just need to pick up the phone 
ideally do what we're doing here, be on Zoom and actually get face to face with people. Cause it's, it's crazy how different as I was telling Ginger earlier today, my business development manager on our team has done a lunch once a month for five years where 12 people get together at the table. Um, it's called Expressions in Humanity. And they talk about something that's not real estate related. They're really talking about something in their souls. There's a lot of crying in this group when they, when they get together. And today they invited me in um, and I wasn't allowed to talk about mortgages, but they wanted my perspective about what I'm doing as a leader and how I'm showing up, how I'm leading a team virtually that's used to being together in the same in the same room, but it was just interesting to hear these different leaders, you know, people who owned real estate franchises, ran big real estate teams, and hear their stories about how it's changed their lives. And then to be able to actually learn from them and be able to get around now today, this afternoon afterwards and say, okay, how can I implement some of those ideas? And so I think it's an opportunity for all of us to be better leaders, to have, you mentioned the word grace earlier, I think to have grace for people because I was a stay-at-home dad for two years and I joked with people, if you call, I said, if you call after 2.30, you're going to probably hear kids screaming in the car with me. Yeah. And it was kind of endearing. People liked it back then, but every once in a while, someone would be like put off by it. Like, well, if you're not in your office, we can't do business. Right. And so I love the fact that we're all cutting each other a lot more slack now than we should have been doing for a long time. Exactly. Yeah. A, a good lesson to learn. Definitely. So, you know, being in Phoenix, obviously you have that opportunity to be in a climate that um, is a nice sunshine climate. And I think getting out is important to be able to have that um, has an effect on your psyche. Exactly. My son's in Ohio and I talked to him the other day, it was snowing. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, gosh. Glad I'm not having to deal with that. I'm in Oregon. So, you know, what are some of the things that you find that people can do to make sure not just in the planning, but in terms of their psyche, things to read. I know, um, obviously you read a lot. I see a lot of books behind you. So A lot of books, right? There's Bill Hart's book right there. I, yeah. I forgot it was there and he's, <laughs> he gave me a shout out the other day because in, in one of the other videos I was in. Um, you know, I think that there's, find whatever it is that drives you, right? So, um, you know, our friend Ken Perry with the Knowledge Coop, I, I listened to him last night talking about the, some of the mortgage changes and he talked about that he's been reading a lot of Tim Sanders um, you know, Love is the Killer app is one of my all-time favorite books. It's kind of right over there um, in like three or four different languages. I loved it so much. I bought it in all sorts of different copies. And <laughs> figure out what is that's going to drive, what is it going to drive you? Watch some of these other videos that you've done, right? You talked about, you know, Bill doing his box breathing when he talked through on his video. There's so many things if you're going to grow and learn that you can, that you can do to, to get there. And, you know, I mean, and ask around. I think what I'm finding is that I'm seeing less people today asking for like, what's the cool Netflix thing to watch? and saying, okay, you know what, this is going to go on a little longer. Maybe I need to actually, you know, grow and shift. And I think it's hard when you work at home. My encouragement when I, when I was doing some research on it, really just thinking, how could I be better? Even though I get to come in an office because everyone else is working at home, you know, during the day, what would make a difference on the couple of days that I have worked at home? You know, for me, number one, after doing the morning routine I talked about and getting outside and walking uh, or running was, um, as dumb as it sounds, changing out of my pajamas and putting on different clothes, taking a yeah. shower. Um, again, put yourself in that mindset, um, separate out your space. I tend to find, I'm talking to a lot of people. I'm like, where are you working this? I'm working in bed or I'm working at the kitchen table. And I'm like, well, yeah. don't you have a dining room table you don't use? Like go sit somewhere else, go to work. Um, I think that's going to help the mindset as well, as far as, you know, versus sitting where you would normally sit and feeling like you're part of it. Um, and then be okay leaving that workspace and, and working set hours right now. You know, even if you're in a business like the mortgage business where it's just super, super duper crazy, I think that you can absolutely, you know, pull out and take off work because I was finding people who were, you know, working all day. I saw someone sent me a Simon Sinek had posted a 
something on Instagram that said it's it's eight o'clock. You can turn, you know, take off your day, your work pajamas and put on your nighttime pajamas. <laughs> I was like, holy smokes, like that's so true. And I'm talking to people and just this whole idea of getting interaction, you know, get face to face like this with people. It's funny. We, I see my parents a lot because they live in Phoenix and now we're FaceTiming, you know, almost every day with them just to check in more so than we saw them before, just because, yeah. you know, we know they're at home all bored by themselves. And so I think that's the other piece too, from a mindset perspective is, is connect with someone else, then ask them, you know, what it is that you're watching. And so I know for me, I'm committed to go watch the rest of Ginger's videos. And so I know that'll give me the motivation and mindset I need. (laughs) Well, and the nice thing is, is finding those little nuggets, like you say, and that's been one of the most rewarding things for me in doing this is being able to, you know, get those pieces from everyone that that's having um, the same thing. I mean, we're all going through the same thing. We're just at a different you know, part as far as where we are in it. And each day is different. You know, Ken Perry has talked about on social media, some of the, the struggles he's had in dealing with it and anxiety and things like that. And I think sometimes we think, you know, we have to be strong and we're not going to be anxious about this. It's like, nobody knows what the heck's happening. Nobody knows how long this is going to happen, you know, go on. And we certainly haven't been through it before. And so it's okay to be anxious about it, but it's, you know, a matter of being able to make sure that you're not anxious all the time and you're controlling what you can within your, within your world to be able to, to keep working and be proactive. Well, I think that's why planning helps. What I tend to find is, is that the first week or two weeks, people were just waking up, like I said, and reacting. And then now, because they had no future calendar, right? You and I both talked about, we had had all these travel plans and speaking arrangements that we were supposed to show up at. And that's all off the table for the foreseeable future. And um, what I found was, is that when I started talking to people about just getting up and, and writing out that simple calendar of what it is, is important for you to do this week, right? So I, I believe you write out your ideal week and you say, hey, here's what my week is going to look like. And then you just block off time typically in the morning when people obviously win by noon, right? When you have the most energy, um, 80% of you are, are morning and uh, morning and early, early morning and mid morning people, only 20% of you are afternoon people. And, yeah. and most of you'd be better served by knocking out your big rocks first anyway. Right. But I find that when you, when you're doing that and you're planning, you're getting back to this new normal and it helps alleviate some of that anxiety. It's uh, I definitely think it's harder for those of you who are, out of work or don't have as much going on because then you're now at home and now you're stuck with social media and reading the news and oh my gosh there's another case and you know eight more deaths and all of that stuff and that's that's really stressful so I would say um, you know obviously unplug the news don't you know don't be the guy or gal that's watching it 24 7 you know I'm not unplugged you have to pay attention to what's going on but I'm also just trying to look at that for just a few minutes a day right Incredible sources, not from Facebook. Facebook's not my news source these days. Yeah, I know. I was just having a conversation with my son about that. And I said, you know, I've got certain sources that I go to and I'm, I, I'm a statistic person. So I want to know, you know, the reliable sources. I want to know what the scientists are saying. You know, I want to know the research. I want to know those kind of things. That's what I look for. And so you have to find that, but definitely, you know, don't get consumed by it. And for those who are in a situation where they've been furloughed or cut back or whatever that is, look at it as an opportunity to learn and grow. There's so many things that you can learn online that may open the door to a completely new opportunity. And so, you know, take this time and say, okay, when we get out of this in, you know, a month, two months, three months, six months, whatever time it is, you know, what skills are you going to have acquired during that time? And, you know, 
set a plan around that and to look at those trends. Our world's changing. And so, you know, we don't know what direction it's going to go in, but they're definitely, as we are seeing, definitely virtually. So, you know, what are those opportunities? My son owns a professional esports team. And it's funny because, you so know, cool. he, he had, you know, before people are like, especially in the mortgage industry, esports, what is that? And now I've seen posts like, hey, esports is where it's at. And he's actually got sponsors calling him now. And so, you know, it's like, look at what the trends are, what the opportunities are, because, you know, things are always changing. And it's a matter of, are you going to change with it? Yeah, I actually think that, you know, again, I, I don't know, you know, if it's going to be every industry, but certainly the, the mortgage and real estate industry. I think what people do, you know, these next 90 days, this, you know, quarter two that we're, that we're going into, I think that's really going to not just set the tone for the next year, but could set the tone for someone's career because there were, you know, back to the last crash, there were a lot of businesses that were born out of crisis. And I think mm -hmm. there's so many people, right? You just said it, esports is now a cool thing where it always was cool, but no one knew that it was that cool. Right. And there's going to be new things that come out of this, businesses that people start. I think there's going to be opportunities that people um, found or created um, because they had the time to do it. And I think it's a great time. If I, you know, again, I wish I wasn't so busy because I wish I had time to unplug and relax and do a little bit more. And so I'll need a vacation from this one. It's <laughs> You'll need a vacation from your corona, coronavirus vacation. <laughs> you know, it's just been crazy. And, you know, we're one of those people, it's mine and my wife's 30th anniversary um, last month. And we were supposed to be ah. in Spain right before this all, oh my happened, right before the, the market started to tank. And, right. um, you know, because she runs a mortgage team, you know, we had to be here to help, uh, help her and help her serve them. But, um, but I think in the end, you just, you hit the nail on the head, right? There's so many things out there you can learn. I've seen a lot of free courses online. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen that Yale's has a happiness course. It's their number one online course ever. It's free that, that now you can, um, now you can get, I've seen um, just all sorts of people who put out a lot of content, normally charge you money for it saying, Hey, here it is for free. Yeah. Um, and even JK Rowling came out that for kids, you can go to her little wizarding website. And now she's got kids lessons on there for free and you just have to pay to get into her website. So I love seeing that there's lots of things out there, although maybe that's not the kind of learning parents want for their kids right now, but I'm sure my adult kids will be on there as of today. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, it's funny because I just posted something yesterday. I had run across that, um, who the world health organization last year had said that, um, video games were addictive. And uh, they just posted that video games are a good resource and alternative um, during the coronavirus. <laughs> so they completely changed. That's hilarious. But, it, but think about it, right? Again, it kind of goes back to what I said is you got to walk away from your workspace, right? Even when you're in an office, there's times of the day where you walk outside of your desk, you know, away from your desk or your cubicle and you go find someone and you have a quick conversation just to see how they're doing. And I'm finding that that's just not, not happening. People are sitting at their desk. They might be talking to clients or people, but they're not, they're not having that little three to five minute conversation with that coworker. And think about that. Your coworker may be at home, you know, he or she by themselves and could use just a quick pep talk from you just to check in to see how they're doing. Yeah. Or well, play a video game. Pardon me? Or play that video game. Or play that video game. Absolutely. Yeah. We actually, so we got a switch from my, my mother-in-law. We brought her to stay with us during this. She's 83 years old, and my son actually ordered and sent her a uh, Switch. I was going to say, I heard you say a Switch, like the Nintendo Switch. My, my wife it just is the Nintendo not, Switch. All of our got her Tetris, and she is like totally addicted. I love it because it keeps her off the news and it keeps her mind, you know, active. And so it's like, yeah, it's like looking for those things can be very positive. 
I think that's great. My wife, I, I, she got mad at me because uh, I got a thing from American Express. Did you charge all this stuff? And it was all these gaming companies. I said, nope. So they canceled her credit card, but it was all the gifts she bought for our nieces and nephews who are at home. So they would have something to, oh. um, something to do. She bought them all individually wrapped switches so that they would play the game. So I'm just laughing because my kids have been way into that right now. And it's, I think it's one thing keeping them sane where I used to say, gosh, maybe you're playing that too much. Now I see that in between the study and then the fact that they can't go anywhere you know, how important, you know, having whatever that outlet is, uh, is, is really helpful. Well, and I think, and, and this is part of that, that blending of a generation, it's a blending of activity because, and, and my son explained this to me, because obviously he's involved in esports, that it, it's not just playing video games, you actually are having interaction with people, and people from all over the world, and, you know, he has relationships with people probably in just about every country and 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 when they meet for the first time it's absolutely amazing because they have this camaraderie and so you don't necessarily have to be face to face to be able to build that relationship and so you know whatever that is whether it's on a zoom call where you're meeting people like you do with your parents whether it's hopping on to switch um, twitch is a streaming um, platform that a lot of these games are on and um, I know Josh Pitts and I have talked for a long time. It's like, what can we do on Twitch? And so it's just finding those other things. I think it's that just being able to continue to have that interaction. Like you said, call your realtors, find out how they're doing, join in groups. You know, I, I love the lunch group that you joined. Start a lunch group. You know, now's a great time to do it. And so an important thing is to stay engaged. Absolutely. I think that that's really it. Get up, put yourself in the right mindset you know, kick ass all day. If I can say ass on your web or your podcast. Absolutely. Um, hey, and then, and then we, we subscribe out. to the Gary V. So <laughs> well, that's true. If that's the worst word I say, I guess we're doing okay. You're doing and, then, okay. and then unplug at night, right? Connect with those around you and, and, you know, help those around you who are struggling. And, you know, if you're struggling, then reach right. out to you. And I think, you know, I, I applaud people like Ken Perrier for publicly talking about it. Cause I do think there's so many people that are struggling. That's what I learned at that lunch today that people, um, we're feeling isolated and getting people together, I think is, is really critical. And don't be afraid to show your video. It was kind of funny to see these people somewhere in their backyards, of course, because it was 75 degrees in Phoenix today and right. you know, their dogs barking, mind your mute if you're on a, on a webinar, but you know, it was fun. Everyone was just there and they weren't all made up like they normally are. Everyone was just having a good old time to connect. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, definitely an opportunity to be real. Absolutely. Yep. Very good. Well, I want to thank you so much for sharing your insight and inspiration. And I know for those um, of you who are listening who may not know about Win by Noon, can you just give me just a little tiny bit of information on that? Because I think some people definitely need some help with planning right now. Yeah. So, I mean, Win by Noon, it's a, a planner that's, there's a specific version for loan officers, real estate agents, insurance agents, and there's kind of a generic sales edition that we call our executive edition. And it's really just a, it starts off as a day planner. I guess I, if I was really smart, I would have had one, you know, ready to, ready to go. This is the mortgage coach, on the spot. <laughs> plug for Dave Savage, the mortgage coach edition, but ultimately it's just really a day planner that helps you plan your, you know, your day week and your month. Um, it's a quarterly planner and then, but it's really a business planning tool. So it actually helps you record the activities, calls, um, you know, conversations, face-to-face -face meetings with clients and partners to help you determine really how many 
calls do I have to make in order to get a closed transaction? So it's a business planning tool. And you know, what I'm hearing from loan officers who use it is that this has been the craziest last 30, 40 days they've ever had. And what's kept them sane is being able to look at the end of the day and see what they accomplished by looking at the activities that they, that they recorded and then look at the results. And so now they're all looking at that as they're trying to take a breath in here in Q2 and say, okay, well, what do I need to do? How many calls do I need to make tomorrow if I'm going to actually, you know, hit that closed loan goal that I have for this month and for this quarter? Um, and so it's definitely the, the business planning tool. And then the last piece is obviously the philosophy, right? The whole idea of get those most important things done by noon because, you know, you said you're a to-do list person. I sort of was. I was more of like a post-it note, you know, throw it on a post-it note person. Yeah. And, and may or may not have gotten it done. But what I found was, is that there's always distractions. Other people were planning things for me at times that were most convenient for them. And what I realized is by the time I got to the end of the day, I hadn't uh, completed that most important list of accomplishments. And when I said, you know what, I'm just going to do that before I do anything else, um, then I really crushed it. So whether you use the product or not, the philosophy is really going to help, right. um, you know, help you grow. And, you know, my goal always is, is to give away as much as we can. We're doing free accountability challenges right now. So people who want to be held accountability, they're or accountable realtors and loan officers. We've got a, a free form that you can get that you can um, fill out, send in, and then we'll have you turn in your, your numbers each week. Um, we've got a Zoom room up in the morning, which we had five people on this morning. So it wasn't a crazy number of people, but five people all on mute, all on the phone, making their phone calls for, for a couple of hours. People pop in and out, loan officers and real estate agents, because one of them uh, one of my coaching clients said, gosh, I'm just feel so isolated. I'd love to see people. So again, we threw this room together. Everyone just gets on cool. and, and anyone can log in and it goes from um, 9 a.m. Eastern to noon Pacific. So um, there's more people in the Pacific. Apparently we have more West Coast users, although we have people back in, you know, as far as like Mississippi East Coast today, but, nice. um, but there's people jumping in there. And then, and just like you, I'm just trying to put out content right now. I realized that, you know, I was so busy being busy that um, there was an opportunity for me to add value. So things like the webinar I did on how to be more efficient from home, um, you know, again, not something I ever thought I'd be an expert on, but I had a blast researching and, um, and learning. So anyone who's got anything that I can do to be of assistance, to be more productive, you know, reach out. I'd love to love to help in any way I can. Awesome. So throw your website up there. We'll make sure and put the links in the uh, um, links below as well. And so, but if you can just share your website, we'll make sure that people can find you. Yeah, just winbynoon.com. So winbynoon.com and I'm taught at winbynoon.com. Very good. Well, thank you so much and uh, stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands and, uh, and I hope you get some uh, quiet time with your busy household there. Yep, we will. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure to be here. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Flatten the Curve, Not the Spirit.